Hello, folks, and good evening. Uh, welcome to Tales from the Twenty Side, a Pathfinder Second Edition Let's Play podcast. Uh, my name is Dom. I am your games master, and I am joined uh, by a whole host of fabulous people today. Um, I'm joined by our regular cast members of Mr. Stu Jackson. Hello, Mr. Neil Kelly. Hello, Mr. Darren Mafucci. Hello, and Miss Amy Chislett. Hello. Hello. And joining us uh, for this very special um, uh, game that, that we're going to be running tonight, uh, we have two guests from the Danger Club podcast themselves. Mr. Dan Thompson. Hello, everyone. How's it going? And Mr. James Foxy Lockhart. Well, hello. <laughs> welcome, folks. Welcome, welcome. How are we all? Everyone Bedford. all right? <laughs> yeah, very good, thanks. Fantastic. Mm. All right. Ooh, I'll be honest. A... I'll be honest, Don. I, the only time I get to play second edition Pathfinder, other than GMing it, is when you invite me on this show. So I may have gotten a little bit excited. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, Dan. Dan uh, certainly is is very excited to bring uh, bring bring the character that he's got for us tonight. So it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. That's gonna, all, all I'm going to say. Um, but uh, for those of you who aren't aware. Um, tonight is just going to be a uh, a sort of one shot game, run obviously run by myself with these guys playing, uh, because we are celebrating uh, a whole year of tales from the twenty side. We've been doing this podcast for a year now. Can you believe it? Oh, oh no! Nice, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and and technically, so technically it's our birthday tomorrow because our first episode dropped on the seventh, but as our episodes drop on a Saturday night, that also makes tonight our birthday. Yes. And I got I some birthday. It's not actually our birthday, but, but near enough. <laughs> Haven't we only recorded like two or three of them in person? I can't remember how many we did. It's not many. Before, it's not many. Before it's, lockdown yeah. kicked in. Yeah. <laughs> we've done. We've definitely done way more over over uh, over the internet than we have in each other's company. I know that for sure. Well, I'd say <laughs> special congratulations just for that because we found ourselves with the DCP that it's much easier in person. And the fact that you guys have carried on despite everything and now you're celebrating our, your birthday is amazing. So well done, guys. Oh, thank really, you, really well done. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank Fantastic you. Fantastic achievement. Like, no, very few shows make it to a year uh, and to do it against the backdrop of all of this and to have made such a good show, great work. It shows Thank how completely we are. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yes. I, think, yeah. I, th I think a lot of it's out of spite more than anything else. It's like, no, we will. <laughs> we'll <not>. Plus <laughs> 10 to spite. Oh, you've, you've got beer. I didn't realise we could have beer. You can have beer. It's I, a party, I... isn't it? I thought it was your birthday party. Yeah, I mean, you can't have a party. birthday party without beer. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, I mean, having said that, um, this is, of course, non-alcoholic beer for any purposes of... Uh, <laughs> 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 what is going on? Uh, alcoholic Prosecco, I can tell mm. you. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go and get a beer. <laughs> I do so, do so. Celebrate. Uh, my video is just going to flick off in one well, second. Well, if he's having one, I'm having one, because otherwise it's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Everyone get a beer. We've been it. We've been we, we've been going three minutes and we've descended into chaos. <laughs> I've, I've got to say that there's been a comment uh, on our Twitch from Usher um, about how absolutely amazing Dan is looking. There, uh, if I point the right, hang on that direction. There we go. Uh, he is looking absolutely phenomenal. Hey, Usher. Um, has everyone gone to get beer? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you started something. Already had the beer. Already had the beer. <laughs> I have water. I'm yeah, I, 
I have water <laughs> as well because I, I have to run the game for you guys. You just have to sit there and play. I've got to, I've got to actually do some work. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have to be careful not to drink too much because I'm not channeling Alwyn tonight. Mm. That's true. That's true. You can't uh, go down the method route tonight, Stu. Yeah. <laughs> or methadone. No. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Never mind. Um... <laughs> There we go. Uh, yep. So uh, we're going we're gonna to be getting going with the game uh, very, very shortly. Uh, obviously, once Neil's back as well. Uh, everybody is playing uh, brand new characters, uh, or or at least characters that are not our kind of regular, uh, the regular ones that you that, that you'll hear on the show. Um, uh, if you do sort of get halfway through this and realise you got you got to rush off or whatever, I believe Stu is going to put the game out as a, as podcast form as well uh, at some point. That is the plan. Does that count with us as well, yeah? So I've just got to... Yeah. Just filling for me for a bit. I'm just, yeah. You'll be able to listen to the landslide that killed your characters. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What's that massive shadow appearing around you? Oh, it's a rock from the sky. <laughs> well, cheers, everyone. Here's to the next year as well. Yes. Cheers. Yes. Yes. my water bottle. <laughs> Hmm. Cool. Right then, folks. Uh, I think it's probably almost time to get on with the game. Uh, so tonight we are playing through um, a, a an adventure that was originally written for Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition, uh, but I've um, I know it well enough that I've converted it to Pathfinder very very easily. Uh, we are playing uh, from uh, the Fantastic Adventures book uh, by Sly Flourish. Uh, we are playing the adventure uh, known as Chul. Chul. Is it spelled only... like? Is it spelled like Hool? But it's with a, it's, a C it, in front of it. Hool. It's spelled a little bit like Hool. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> there is only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for for those of you who don't know, uh, Sly Flourish is uh, an RPG author, writes adventures, writes uh, sort of DM workbooks, all that sort of thing. Uh, fantastic. Um, resource. I love this book so much, and it's also where um, it's actually where we got we got Star Song Tower from. Our very first adventure, if you remember all the way back, come full circle. <laughs> nice. Because yeah. mm. yeah. Dan was there for that. I was. Yeah. Another difficult. This is my third character uh, on your show. This is I've, I've is. had more characters on this show <laughs> than anyone on Danger Club has had. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Except go. possibly Ross. Oh, do you mean simultaneously? Yeah, I suppose when she thrown all the, actually once she thrown lockdown legends and the the blooming Pizocon show, everyone had about six characters just oh, doing yeah. an episode of the Pizocon. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, right. Well, so uh, before we actually get into the game proper, uh, there is one last bit of housekeeping that I need to get you all to do, uh, which I mentioned earlier, and we decided that we do live on stream because it's going to it's going it's, it's going to be nice and interesting for everybody. I hope. Uh, so. Um, the first thing I need everybody to do is to generate a fancy hat for their character to wear, because our adventure tonight begins uh, in the festival of fancy hats. Uh, it's summer su summertime in in Absalom. Um, the streets are filled with filled with people sort of flaunting the latest in high fashion and uh, crazy crazy headwear. Uh, so. Um, if you have a hat in mind for your character, feel free to describe it. If not, I have a fancy hat generator ready to go for you. 
It's, it's all about the generators. I think it's um, all about the generators. Yeah, it's all right. Let's, yeah. let's see what, what the fates bring us. All right. So I would like you all. Um, we'll start. We'll start with. Uh, we'll start with Dan, and we'll go. We'll go clockwise round. All right. Um, so Dan, could you please roll three d ten for me, please? Three d ten. All right. Do you want a total, or do you want different numbers? I need individual numbers, please. Individual numbers. Okay. It's going to be a ten. Followed by a nine, followed by a seven. Some high numbers. Okay. Uh, so, Dan, your character, uh, Rod Honeybottom, uh, is wearing a top hat that is jingling with bells and has small illusory pegasi flying around around it. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> mm. I want that hat. It's really hard to write in these gauntlets. I'm going to try and write it. <laughs> uh, Amy, 3D10, please. Okay. A zero, a four, and a zero. Okay, so that's a ten. Uh, so, um, Amy, your character Ruby is also wearing a top hat. Uh, however, your top hat is gilded, Ooh. and it's mm. uh, instead of instead of Pegasi sort sort of flying gracefully around around it, um, it has uh, a small illusion of a devil uh, just sat on top, laughing maniacally. <laughs> 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 is it audibly laughing? Can we hear it? Mm. Um, it's, it's, it's very, very faint. Um, like it, you have to be quite close to her to hear it, but it is audible. Oh, it's going to be creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Annoying. Yeah. Poor uh, Amy's going to hear that the whole time. Uh... <laughs> uh, Neil, three um, D ten, please. Zero. Mm -hmm. Seven. Mm -hmm. Eight. Okay. Um, once again, uh, Neil Hool is also wearing a top hat. As a th there's there's anything but top hats. There's an accidental theme going on here. I quite like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very fancy. Very uh, fancy. Your top hat, Hool, Hool is uh, is covered in flowers. Like you can't even see the fabric. You can see the shape of the top hat, but otherwise, it's covered in these lovely fragrant flowers. That are very, very pretty. Um, and. Uh, but, but perhaps a bit, uh, a bit disturbing about it, you, there is a skull uh, just on the front that is, uh, that, that is laughing. Are we the bad guys? <laughs> always, <laughs> always do. <laughs> All right, uh, James, so, three ten, please. Okay, here we go. Boom. I have a six, a nine, and a one. So a 16 in total. Six, a nine, and a one, okay. Uh, so breaking the top hat trend, um, no. James, cool. your character Hulet is uh, wearing a knight's helm with a visor that can be lifted up and down. Um, that uh, has it also has has bells attached to it. So every time you lift the visor, a bell rings, and every time you close it, a bell bell rings again. And right. uh, your particular your particular knightly helm uh, is ablaze with illusory fire. Wow. Wow. Oh goodness. Okay. Ghost Rider. So this this bell, is it just like a little jingle jangle? Is it like a fire alarm? It's a, it's just, 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 just like a jingle jangle. It's, it's probably like a little bling. Yeah. Uh Darren, 3D10, please. Four. Five. And a six. Okay. And one more. Four, five, and a six, he said. Oh, sorry. Four, five, I, six. 
I didn't hear that. Uh, oh, okay. Um, so Bronson, uh, Darren, is wearing a, a hat that is very simple in shape. It is a tall cone, uh, perhaps a foot tall. Um, uh, it has an impossibly large feather uh, sort of tucked on, on the side of it. And uh, the hat itself sparkles with, uh, with arcane magical glyphs in a, in, in a faint purple colour. Have a big D on the front of it. <laughs> <laughs> if you look carefully, the arcane glyphs do form a D occasionally. <laughs> and last but not not least, Stu, three D ten, please. We have a one and two fours. Okay. Uh, so, oh, this is this is perhaps the uh, the most ostentatious of the lot. Of course. Um, <laughs> Stu, your your character Roach is wearing a a, a tricorn hat, uh, which is gilded, and um, every thirty seconds or so, it lets off a firework. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness! My goodness! I take like one d six fire damage then. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's uh, all 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 these effects on these hats are purely illusory in nature. There's no danger. Mm. So, so what's what's your stealth though? Racing yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm going to creep through the undergrowth. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so, with our with everybody's hats generated, are we ready to start the adventure, folks? Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, it is summertime in the city of Absalom, the city of the center of the world. Um, there have been some strange goings on recently. An earthquake, though minor, ripped across the the, the Isle of Kortos and did quite quite, quite a lot of damage uh, to uh, the city of Absalom in certain places and and some smaller out, outlying villages. There have also been, been been reports of groups of Pathfinder agents um, going on missions and vanishing without a trace. A number of a, a number of these such groups have have been investigating uh, sort of damages caused by this earthquake. Sort of ancient caves that may or may not have ancient caves that have been opened up as a result of this earthquake. But today, none of that matters to any of you. Today, you are free to relax and enjoy yourselves, as it is the annual festival of fancy hats in Absalom. Uh, the streets are lined with. Uh, all sorts of festivities. There are um, people from all over the world and all, all, all shapes, sizes, colours and creeds um, coming together to, to, to share in this, this festive revelry, uh, festive fashion-based revelry. And, and you see an absolute smorgasbord of, uh, of, um, of wondrous fancy hats similar to your own. And this is where we bring ourselves in. Uh, the six of you um, are enjoying your day at the Festival of Fancy Hats. And you are aware that um, as part of the festivities, there is an event known as the Hat Joust, in which two, uh, two competitors face off against each other uh, with, a, with a view to seeing who can, who, can knock, who can knock their opponent's hat off whilst trying to, to, to defend their own. Uh, so the question is, what would you guys like to do? Well, Roach would like to have a go at this joust, definitely. All right. 
Roach wishes to participate in the in, in the hat joust. Uh, anybody else? Uh, just a quick question. So were we together as a group already and a bunch of adventuring friends? Um, I mean, it's it's up to you if you guys know each other. I mean, in terms of proximity, you, the six of you are, are kind of milling around together as, as it currently is. Okay. Um, uh, well, actually, I suppose we should, we should probably go around and introduce everyone, everybody's characters. So that I always <laughs> forget. <laughs> Uh, so we see we see this group of six uh, of six individuals, quite quite a motley assortment assortment, um, standing by by the ringside um, of the uh, of the hat joust. Um, so again, starting with Amy and working clockwise. Um, Amy, what do we see? Uh, you see uh, Ruby, who is just sitting down telling dad jokes to the devil on her hat because she likes the laughter back and it makes her feel like her jokes are good. <laughs> there we go. Uh, and uh, sort of nearby to Ruby, sort of talking to, to, to the devil on her hat. Uh, Neil, what do we see? Uh, we see Hul, who's an androgynous half-elf and um, Hul is just milling around. Okay, just sort of, sort of, sort of taking in the in the atmosphere, wandering around a little yeah, bit, and and not paying too much attention to the laughing skull on the front of my <laughs> my fine looking top hat, which is covered in flowers. And as as you're one as, as you're sort of mingling through through the crowd, Hul, uh, you pass um, you pass another individual, uh, James. What do we see? Uh, so you pass a Yasoki, uh, so a rap folk. Um, he's a long snout, uh, long snout rat, so he's got a very long nose. And uh, he's dressed in uh, sort of simple leather armour. But over the top, he's got a little tweed jacket, a little tiny bow tie, and he's got various packs and bundles and uh, things like that. And a little dueling cape and matching tweed. And, uh, and this, this flaming knight's helm atop his head. And uh, he's looking suspiciously at the crowd from left to right. And as he does so, his nose seems to be sniffing the air. And as it does, it visibly moves, sort of like that. And, and uh, that's that's Hewlett. There we go. And as uh, as as your nose is sort of um, sort of scouting the air for you, um, it catches a, it catches a particularly notice, noticeable scent. And you look over towards it. And Darren, what does uh, what does Hewlett see? Hewlett sees Brontonay, a half orc, who is picking his nose and wearing a hat that he stole from a village idiot that he bashed. <laughs> okay. And so, sort of standing near near to Bronson with his uh, his pilfered hat. Uh, Stu, what do we see? You see a, a quite tall hobgoblin uh, wearing studded leather armour uh, with sort of... He's got blackened fingers and... Um, He's got bits of soot uh, across his face, streaked across his face. Um, he's carrying what, what appears to be a couple of long metal tubes with bits of wood stuck on them. Um, and uh, he, he's trying to look as inconspicuous as he possibly can as these fireworks are firing out the top of his head. <laughs> Fantastic, and uh, because I because I, I deliberately left him to last, knowing what what what, what we've got, um, Dan. What do we see? Uh, marching into the area where everybody is uh, is a figure. He is a he is about a foot tall, 
Um, he appears to be a uh, appears to be a bumblebee, uh, but he is clad entirely in armor, black armor covered in spikes. Uh, he's riding atop of uh, an adorable, fluffy-looking corgi, upon the back of which is fluttering the banner of Cheliax um, and the heraldry of the Hell Knights of Cheliax. Uh, as he stands, as he looks out from his visor, on top of which is a top hat with bells and Pegasus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is the festival, so you know so even, even death knights can get on the action. Yeah. Oh, he's a he is a servant of absolute relig- absolute law, and uh, it is the law that everyone celebrates Fancy Hat Day, and so he is absolutely complying with this. Rod Honeybutt <laughs> surveys everything. <laughs> he will indeed join this joust. There we oh, go. Brilliant. So with <laughs> with our with our cast of characters revealed. Um, the ringmaster sort of over, overseeing these hat jousts, and you've seen that there are that there have been a few bouts before beforehand and the she 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 steps forward uh, quite a tall imperious looking human woman uh, dressed in the coattails of a, of a traditional circus ringmaster and she calls out to, to to the crowd um last call last call for this afternoon's final hat jousting round Last call. Any any takers? Anybody at all? Yes, I will. I will joust. Me. Maybe sort of sticks his hand up. Yeah. <laughs> me over here. Oh, me. Hello. Yes, you the rat the rat folk. Yes, all right. Yes. Step forward. Step forward. Anybody Detective else? Detective Edgeforth for you. Good. Yes. Edge- I'll, yes. I'll beat anyone, especially fucking magic users. I hate fucking magic. Mm. Well, I am no magic user. I merely use criminal science. Yes. I'll Good. still beat you anyway. Fair. <laughs> Challenge accepted. The uh, the tiny Hell Knight rides up on his corgi and kind of tugs on her, uh, just tugs on her coattails. She she looks down, um, and uh, you see she she does a visible do- double take as she sees this uh, this little knight. Riding atop a corgi, the, uh, the tiny like, he kind of li- slowly lifts his just his spiky visor up, and his Rod Honeybot will join in the joust. He will crush all in the name of the Hell Knight of Chelios. <laughs> all will fall before the might of the Twice Damned Throne. And then the visor kind of falls shut again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, three and a half hours more of that voice. That's uh, very good. <laughs> Face of the party right there. <laughs> you can see as you as as you as you uh, sort of scream this at her, Rod. Um, she blinks for a second, takes a small flask out of her out of her jacket, takes a big swig from it, puts the flask back, and says and looks down and says to you. All right, uh, that's three of you in the joust. Any other takers? Anyone at all? And you can yes, see... who will play? All right, you can see see that there that there are some there is some others there is some interest from the other um, from the other individuals in the crowd as well. Uh, there's a few people sort of putting their hands up and uh, coming in to to start it up. It looks like you prob- there's probably a total of about ten people here who are all going to be taking part. Um, Ruby and Bronson, are you looking to get involved, or are you just happy to happy to spend? Yeah, no, no. Br- Br- Bronson uh, <clears throat> finishes picking his nose, flicks it, and it lands in some more to drink. Because I want to fight the little one on the on the back of the dog. 
Yes, says the bit. <laughs> nice. And uh, a- uh, Amy, is is Ruby getting involved or is she content to spectate? Ruby is more than content to watch what's about to unfold. <laughs> no worries. All right. Uh, so uh, you all step forward uh, to the ringmaster, um, who begins to do, who begins to divide everybody in into pools. Um, you see, she uh, she produces um, a bunch of small sticks from again from from, from within her, in her row, and she starts she sort of mixes them all up and sort of offers sticks out toward to all of you, uh, which you draw, uh, drawing your uh, your respective matches for the. Uh, for 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 the joust. Uh, so, uh, Bronson, you are paired up with Rod as uh, as you requested. Roach, uh, sorry, Hew- Hewlett, you are paired up with Roach as as as, as you hoped as well, perhaps. Good, good, yes. Uh, Hul, you are you are um, drawn with a sort of an older-looking gentleman. Um, who uh, has a big, long white beard and beard and a bald head, um, but you can kind of see that this uh, this 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 guy lifts like his shoulders are broad, his legs look very stocky, and uh, he looks like he's a he's a he's a seasoned wrestler himself. Uh, and uh, yes, with with all, with all the bouts prepared and the uh, the, the ringmaster sort 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 of claps her hands together and. And calls out, "All right, the first bout: the half orc and the rat man." Detective. <laughs> Very Actually, well. What, what was wasn't I going to be fighting the rat man? Of course, yes. Sorry, I I, I got 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 my sticks mixed up. I got, I got my eyes on you. The hobgoblin and the rat man. Yeah. <laughs> I got my eyes and my nose upon you. Call me a fucking orc. I hate fucking orcs. <laughs> which, to which the answer is, don't fuck orcs. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> All right, contestants, if you're prepared, please step forward. She she ushers you to step into into the ring itself. You see, you see, you see, the ring is kind of like a like a sand pit, about thirty feet. Uh, no, sorry, it's it's sixty feet. Uh, in in diameter, with like a, a ring of rope kind of laid out around the outside, and uh, yeah, she she ushers both of you into the centre. Very well. Uh, Hewlett strides forward. Uh, he's got his uh, mm. walking cane sort of in his hand, and stands and sort of flaps the little dueling cape off his shoulder. I'm ready. And, I uh, detect the whiff of defeat about you. Roach unslings one of the metal sticks from his back, uh, quite deftly and quite quickly, with a little bit of a spin, um, and uh, pops a little paper cone in the top, uh, and seems to shove something in a hole in the end. Pretty well. Eddie. Could I make? Could, could I make a, a roll to see what that is? I investigate. Or Absolutely. Have you started yet? Absolutely. You Very can... well. Uh, I would like to make a. Ooh, what would it be? Do you think? Uh, I, I'd say it's probably going to be a crafting roll to see what you know about this object. Crafting, very well. Let's let us see. Ooh, not very much. Uh, third, twelve, uh, twelve. Mm, this, uh, whatever this object is, it looks thoroughly exotic. I see. You, you've never seen one of these things before. Fascinating. Very good. 
um, uh, with a jing, he und- and uh, he sort of whips out his sword cane. I'm ready to begin. All right. Um, the the ringmaster sort of sort of set, set, sets you both on on, on either side of of the ring, um, and uh, sort of stands in the centre with a handkerchief raised to to the sky. All right, contestants. When I when this handkerchief hits the floor, you may begin. Remember, the goal here is not to harm your opponent, merely to get the hat off from their head. The first person to do so and raise their opponent's hat to the sky will be the winner of the bout. Ready? And yes. begin. She drops the handkerchief, which flutters to, flutters to, to the ground and lands softly in the sand. Uh, Hewlett and Roach, please roll initiative. Oh, initiative. <laughs> oh shit. Um, twelve. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So when I said I was ready, I clearly was not. Um, Hewlett is Hewlett is is admiring his sword cane in the light, the light shimmering up and down the blade, and thinking yes, yeah, yes, pondering things, and gets a nine. <laughs> that would be a natural one on the die. <laughs> right. So. Ready. Uh, this is probably a good time to ask. Actually, do we get hero points in this game? Yes, you you all have <laughs> you all have one hero point, uh, which you can choose to use over the course of this evening. Okay. Probably better to save it for something where it might actually. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, good. If you, I mean, it looks like you're gonna knock my hat off. You really want, but yes. All right. So, um, getting getting uh, the drop on uh, on Hewlett, uh, Roach, you are acting first. How would you like, like to proceed? So cur- currently the two of you are um, are maybe are about 40 feet apart and there's sort of 10 feet between you and the, the edge of the ring. Okay, if we are 40 feet apart, um, I will very simply uh, like to take aim and um, with this metal tube and pull a trigger aiming at the hat. This All is right. my flintlock musket. Roll an attack Roach. for me, Roach. Uh, ooh, that's pretty good. Uh, 28. 28. What's your AC, Hewlett? Oh, uh, my AC, sorry. Uh, 28. Uh, definitely going to hit. That's an AC of 19. 19. Ooh, okay. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Almost for it. Okay. Uh, so, um, as as you sort of loose off this shot expertly, uh, that, that, that Roach, you've barely even finished loading the pistol and that before you've fired, flicked it round and fired off the shot. Um, there is a ping, uh, Hewlett, as, as a small metal ball bounces off your helmet. Um, give me an... Uh, this will be just a straight dexterity roll, please, uh, uh, Roach. Oh. Oh, Roach! Me! Roach, yes. oh. Okay. Hewlett, what's your... Uh... Oh, shit, natural one. Um, for five. Uh, do you know what? I'm going to use my hero point. Fuck it. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I'm determined to win this. Right now. <laughs> oh, slightly better. Nine. Uh, no, 13. Sorry. 13. And Hewlett, what is your reflex DC? Uh, my reflex DC? Uh, do you mean my reflex score? Uh, yes, your score yeah. plus 10. Uh, my score plus 10, 20. 20. Oh, it's not enough, Roach. You do you do knock the hat, the hat a little bit loose, uh, but you see um, Hewlett, Hewlett is, a, is, a, is, able, is able to uh, kind of take the most of the blow from, from, from that shot. 
Uh, but that was your first action, Roach. Right? You've got two left. Fuck. Um, I'll reload. Uh-huh. Uh, for the second action, and with the third action, I will try and fire again. Minus... Minus five. Uh, 14. No. Uh, what's your AC, Hewlett? Uh, my AC is 19. Okay. And uh, th- this time the shot actually goes wide. Uh, you try to sort of clip the top of it to get some more leverage, but the, bu- the bullet uh, passes over his head and sort of thuds into into, in, into the wood wooden beams surrounding him. Into a spectator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. End of your turn then, Roach. We are round to Hewlett. Uh, very good. Well, uh, Hewlett... Uh, having seen, he's been observing and uh, standing stock still as these shots have been whizzing past him and off his hat. And he devises a stratagem to defeat this foe. Uh, so I uh, come up with a plan. So I'm going to roll my die and see if it's something I want to use for my first attack. Uh, it's a natural 20. He comes up with this plan. Yes, it's going to be a good plan. However, <laughs> I'm not sure I can get to you. Um, it's 40 feet apart, we say. Uh, yes, you're 40 feet apart from each other. Okay. Good. Uh, is there a charge mechanic in this? Where I can uh, use d- double movement and then hit? I don't believe there is in the second It's a feat that fighters get. Who? Yes. Right. Sudden charge is a feat that uh, fighters and barbs can get. Very well. Well, I don't have that. So. <laughs> uh, I would like to use... So would it be 25 feet per use, per action? Uh, what to move? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I use two of my actions to uh, move up to. He skitters across the sand, and uh, and sort of raises his points high, and then once goes to scoop the hat with the point of his sword cane off the head of this uh, of this man beast, which is uh, so that's a natural twenty uh, on the die. Um, plus, plus, just go to uh, here we go. So uh, so plus eight. So that's twenty eight. 28 on a natural 20. Very nice. Are, are you using the crit cards, Dan? Um, do you know what? Let's use the crit cards. I will see what hey, I'll see. On, what this draw. is against me. What What am I saying? <laughs> I know. <laughs> we can use the crit cards, too. That's very nice of you. I mean, Decapitate. I, 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 I do keep them uh, immediately to my left, so they're, they're always within easy access. So, yeah, we'll absolutely use them. Let's see what we get. Regular listeners to Tales from the 20s side where we've had pauses where Dom has had to go get his cards will know this is a lie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now now I have them ready. ready, ready. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Um, hmm. Let's see how this goes. Uh, All right. Because this doesn't really work for um, uh, like a friendly contest, uh, the card I drew was missing digits. Um, <laughs> in theory, in theory, Hewlett has just severed um, a bunch of fingers from Roach's hand. But <laughs> let's see you load your tube now. <laughs> uh, what I'm, what I'm going to say is, uh, Roach, let's have a reflex saving throw, and I'm going to bring in a five e mechanic. You're going to do so with disadvantage. Yay! Uh, reflex saving throws 24. 24, okay. 
Um, that was disadvantage. Did you want twice? Oh, sorry. That disadvantage on me. Yeah. Oh shit! Natural one. Um, oh, that's better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the rest, the rest of you watch as he, as this uh, this this Yusoki, um, uh Hewlett just skitters across the sand, uh, deftly drawing his sword as he does so, and with a single flick, um, you feel your hat is knocked from your head, Roach. It lands with a thud in the sand. Cheer from the crowd. Ha <laughs> <laughs> I'd say well fought, but. It wasn't, uh, so uh, never mind. He sheathes his sword and, uh, and proudly sort of walks out. Do I get to keep the hat? What are the rules? Uh, yeah, this, uh, the, the circus master says, um, uh, well, it's uh, if you wish to wager the hats, you can do so. Um, obviously, it's, it, it is still the festival. Everybody still needs a hat, so perhaps you could come to an, come to an arrangement with the gentleman afterwards. What was, what was your hat? Uh, it is a tricorn gilded hat that fires fireworks out every few moments. Perfect for a detective. Perfect. Uh... <laughs> and in fact, in fact, with that in mind, um, as you, as your tricorn hits hits the floor, Roach, it, it chooses that moment to, to, to let off a firework. <laughs> to the crowd. <laughs> Into your face. <laughs> Very well. We'll come to an arrangement after the parade. Uh, come, come this way. Right. Well fought, well fought. Uh, so the two Waves of you, to the crowd. The two of you exit the arena, and uh, the, uh, the, the ringmaster sort of call, calls up. Uh, all right, next next bout, we have uh, the half-orc and the tiny bee thing. <laughs> I am a sprite! <laughs> <laughs> Of course you are, my dear. Of course you are. All right. Well, places, please, places. And she ushers you both forwards. Rob rides proudly out upon his corgi um, and lowers his, um, lowers his visor again. Uh, salutes with a with a, a great morning star. Gives it a twist of the handle, and spikes pop out of the uh, out of the wall over it. <laughs> Fantastic! Fantastic. Uh, Ronson right. just um, <clears throat> takes his spot, scratching his arse, and says, uh, All right, come on in, let's be having you. All right, uh, so um, you take your places. Uh, once again, the ringmaster uh, gathers her, hang- her, her, her hang- handkerchief up and drops it to the ground. I'd like you both to roll initiative, please. Oh, that's not great. That's a 12. I just roll the natural 20. Oh. Oh. There we go. So Bronson, uh, despite seeming d- despite seeming disinterested and distracted, uh, you spring into action. The, sp- the nanosecond that, that that handkerchief hits hits the floor. What would you like to do? Okay. Um, I'm going to forty feet apart. You say? Uh, yes. Um, so I'm I'm just going to stomp up to the little fella and just try and take the out of his head with my own. All right, uh, make an athletics roll for me, Bronson. You are no match for me, big man. 19. Mm-hmm. 19. Uh, Rod, what's your reflex DC? Uh, reflex DC is only 15. 
15, okay. Uh, so you watch this this half-orc come stomping towards you, Rod. You scream defiantly at it, and he just reaches down um, and picks you up by the head and lifts you off the ground. <laughs> uh, Rod, you are currently grappled. Oh my god, little legs. <laughs> so Bron- Bron- Bronson, um, that's two actions. You've got one left. You have this little sprite man in your hand. Um, I just attempt to take the hat. Absolutely. Head. Let's have a. Let's and hold have, it up. <laughs> let's have a, a a straight strength roll, please. Thunderability scores at there the top. Am I adding the three or the sixteen? Uh, the three. The three. <laughs> Twelve. Add the six. Level three. Sixteen. Twelve. Twelve. Twelve was it, uh, Bronston? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Rod, what's your um, what's your ref- reflex DC? Uh, reset reflex DC is still fifteen. Still fifteen. Oh, sorry. Of course, I, you did. Sorry. I did ask you that just now. Uh, so yeah, um, you. You lift the sprite off off the ground off his corgi, Bronson, and you're trying to wrestle wrestle his hat off. Um, but this thing's actually a bit stronger than stronger than it looks. It, ma- it manages to it, Rod manages to clamp down on the hat and pulls it. You're trying desperately to rip, rip it out, but you can't quite get there. <laughs> Stay still, you little fucker. <laughs> uh, Rod, we're round to you. Um, Behold, it is your final mistake. Um, Rod drops the uh, Rod drops the Morning Star and attempts to sort of judo throw his opponent over his head. <laughs> I really want this to work. All right, let's have an let's have an athletics roll there, Rod. Uh, that is a, that's an eighteen. <laughs> All right, I think that's going to beat your uh, your reflex, DC Bonson. Uh, it's that's my reflex plus ten, isn't it? It is, yes. 19. Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> so close. Um, hero so... points are an option. <laughs> <laughs> Just burn the hero points to the hat competition. <laughs> it's, 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 really, it's really weird, Bronson. Like, you feel this tiny little thing moving your body against your will. You're, for a second, you start to panic. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and, and then you set your feet and you re re you kind of reaffirm your grip and uh, um, you just manage to stay on your feet as this tiny thing tries to throw to the floor. Uh, Rod, okay, you now you're left. quite strong for a little. <laughs> Even physics can defy the god claw. Um, <laughs> Rod is going to try and climb up onto um, onto Bronson's arm and run up his arm to hit him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sprites have a reach of zero, so sprites have to be in the same square as their opponent in order to fight. So they're basically, <laughs> nice, it's great. Uh, all right, Zan. Uh, so, uh, Rod, if you could give me uh, either acrobatics, athletics, or an unarmed strike. Ooh, that is going to. Uh, that is definitely going to be. Um, that's definitely going to be an unarmed strike because I'm trained in that. Um, uh, that is a that's a 24 24 yeah um, 
you easily twist yourself free of Bronson's grip. You find yourself on his on his arm, and uh, yeah, you sprint up towards his face. Roll an attack for me. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is, oh, it's a three on the die. That's only going to be a 12. Oh, 12. I think that misses your AC, doesn't it, Bronson? Yeah, it's 20. It does. This, this, this tiny little sprite in full plate armor rushes up your arm and sort of uh, go, go, goes to just thump you in the face. Um, but it, he hits the really bony part of your forehead. <laughs> and, uh, oh. it sort, sort of bounces off as he does so. Uh, Bronson, we're back round to you. Um, I'm, I'm gonna pull him off my face, <laughs> and uh, again, just try and take his hat off. Is it? <laughs> All right. Uh, so I don't, let's I don't a... want to work the little fella. <laughs> <laughs> let's have an athletics roll, please, Bronson. Okay, that's a one. You, you, are you leaving, uh, leaving as a one? one. Uh, well, with my athletics, it's a nine. All right. Okay. Uh, you um, you uh, you go to grab you go to grab Rod, but he's too quick for you. He scurries on top of your head and starts just pounding on you with his little fist. <laughs> <laughs> Clash Do actions left. Try again if you like. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to reach up and try and get the out off his head again. Let's have another athletics roll. <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, this time you do manage to get hold of Rod, um, and you sort you, you sort of pull him bodily off, off off your head, and you go to take the hat off. Um, let's have one last athletics roll, Bronson. I've got to say, pulling Rod off. <clears throat> oh no! <laughs> hey, oh. somebody helps him. We, we all thought it. <laughs> 19. 19. 19, okay. And with that, Rod, uh, sort of resting and writhing in, in Bronson's hand, uh, he, 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 put, he pops another hand onto your head and lifts the hat off and raises it to the sky. Oh, my tiny hat! <laughs> <laughs> all right. And uh, once again, the crowd, uh, the crowd erupts into cheers. You see people uh, exchanging money. People had been obviously taking bets in places. Some people look happy. Some people look sad with the outcome. But everybody seems to still be having a very good time. Uh, whilst all this is Bronson, going on, go on, Bronson. Sorry. I, I, I just Bronson would like to give him his hat back and hold out his hand for a handshake and say, "I like you. You've got some fight in you." Um, the uh, rod kind of rod takes the hat, says, "You are a mighty opponent." I salute you! <laughs> and then raises, <laughs> raises the morning star and nods. Uh, there we go. Uh, all right. So uh, as you exchange your pleasantries and sort of um, give give each other the respect you think you think they deserve, um, uh, Ruby. Whilst all this has been going on, uh, you've kind of been sat, sat patiently waiting, uh, just to kind of you know enjoy the atmosphere and all that sort of stuff, and. As you're kind of sat there watching this last bout, as Bronson victoriously raises uh, Rod's hat from his head, uh, you feel a tug at your uh, at your sleeve. Oh, who's this? Uh, you turn around and 
um, you see sort of still still with a hand on on your arm, Ruby. Um, you see that um, there is a halfling standing there um, who looks very very dishevelled. Um, his clothes are torn. His face is dirty. His hair is a mess, and you notice two things immediately. The first is that he stands out because he does not have a hat like uh, everybody else in, in this in this festival does. Mm-hmm. And the second thing you notice almost immediately after is that his skin is translucent. You can see his veins pulsing under his skin and his muscles tightening as he moves them. Ooh, uh... He looks at you as you as uh, you see him and he says i have found it a wonderful temple filled with the greatest joy we can hold in our hearts please you must come with me right away bring everyone you can it's so so beautiful and um he affirms his grip on your sleeve ruby and he starts trying to drag you uh, away from the from the arena oh okay um with him being translucent, would I have any idea on what that could be? Uh, you can give me a give me a perception roll. Okay. Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Um, yeah, you notice that in in addition to it, to it being translucent, uh, it's it's. The skin itself is, is is wet and very very clammy, um, but you've not really come across anything like, like this before. Okay, uh, what what temple? What are you talking about? This way, come! I'll show you. I'll show you. Like I say, there's a it's it's a wonderful place with the greatest joy, the greatest joy we can all hold in our hearts. Please come with me now. Come with me now. And he's getting quite indignant and trying trying to drag you away from the arena. I'm going to stand my ground. <laughs> I'm not going to this temple. Tell me what it is. All right. As you as you uh, attempt to resist Ruby, um, you see the smile on his face goes from this broad beaming smile he had uh, to a look of desperation, and then after a moment to a look of anger. And he looks at you and he says, "Why? Why won't you come? You must come. You must come." And at that point, he pulls a, a small club from his side and he attacks you with it. I would like everybody to roll perception, please. I was going to say, could I, could I roll perception and see if I see this? Are, are we rolling initiative or perception? Initi- initiative, initiative. Okay, thank you. I am fascinated by this heart. It is different. <laughs> Roll one. Mm. Um, 19. Nine. 16. Great detective. 24. I'll only a 10! <laughs> I'm, I'm loving that character. <laughs> uh, so, Rod, what, what was your score? Uh, 10. 10 for Rod. Uh, Ruby? 16. Very nice. Is this halfling talking to me in halfling or common? In common. Okay. Okay, uh, Hul. 19. 19. Uh, Hewlett. I am so perceptive. Nothing passes me by with a nine. 
<laughs> All right, uh, Bronson. 24. 24 for Bronson. Ooh. And Roach. 18. for Roach. All right. Roll some dice myself. There we go. Okay. Uh, all right. So going to be act acting first is going to be Bronson. As as you come out come out of the ring uh, with this uh, with, with with Rod in tow, sort of shaking his hand, congratulating him. Uh, you look over and you see um, you see Ruby, uh, who you whether whether you knew her beforehand or not, I don't know. Uh, but you've certainly seen her watching. You might have chatted to her a little bit. Uh, you see um, a halfling sort of tugging on her sleeve, and you see him raising uh, raising a thick wooden club towards her. What do you do? I stomp over there, and I ask the halfling, "What's all this then?" Okay, is that all you're doing with your turn? That's all I'm doing. That's all you're doing. Okay. Okay, uh, end of your turn. Uh, we are round to Hul. Uh, so Hul, as you've been preparing for your bout in the hat joust, um, you, you you also see this happen. You see this halfling raising a club towards uh, the the human woman, the human woman known as Ruby, and you see Bronson, the half orc, stomp stomp over uh, to sort of demand what's going on. What do you do? Um, well, it all seems to be in hand. I think I'll uh, I'll go and uh, play the hat game. <laughs> All right, you you spend your turn preparing for, yeah. for the hat joust. Bronson seems to have it covered. Priorities, <laughs> and, and I'll prepare for the hat game by 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 taking out my my sling and loading it, my slingshot and loading it. Okay, no worries. Uh, All right, so end of your turn then, Hul. Uh, it mm. is, uh, and I can't read why I'm writing. I think it's Roach next. Eighteen. With an 18, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. Young ladies getting dragged away at festivals is not a good thing. How far away are they from Roach? Um, from Roach, I mean, you'd finished your fight, uh, sort of went off to go and relax. I'd say they're not super far, maybe 60 feet. 60 feet. Uh, so I will use three actions um, to get up to them. Say, hey, then leave the young lady alone. Right. Okay. You 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 move up to reinforce Bronson and in uh, talking to this halfling. Um, end of your turn, Roach. It is Ruby. I think I can handle this by myself, and I am going to uh, try and break the halfling's grip off my arm. All right. Uh, I was going to say you try and break his arm. Then. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's only with, a kid. <laughs> with, with your axe, <laughs> through his head. Uh, so, Ruby, give me either an athletics check, acrobatics check, or an unarmed strike. Uh, I'll give you an acrobatics check. Of which I rolled a 27. Unmuted. 27. Uh, that actually is going to be a critical success there, there Ruby. So you um, are going to break his arm. <laughs> yes. Plan all along. <laughs> you you expertly twist your arm free from his uh, from his grip. Um, you uh, yeah yeah you basically get out of that easily, and you can actually move as part of that action if you want to. Okay, cool. Um, I will take a step back 
and put my uh, draw my rapier. Um, and just you need to explain yourself. All right, you move move to defend yourself. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Uh, so at the end of your turn, uh, it is the halfling's turn. Uh, who sort of looks at you, he he looks at you all um, with uh, with a hint of anger, and but as also noted, Ruby, there's a uh, there's there's a bit of desperation in his eyes as well, and he looks at at you and he looks at Bronson and at uh, Roach who have come to your aid, and he says, "You don't understand. You must you must come with me right now." And he's going to make a strike towards the nearest person who is going to be Bronson. Okay, <clears throat> that's a 26 to hit, Bronson. Oh yeah, that definitely hits. This magnet, Bronson. <laughs> okay. Who else would he hit? Uh, you take five points of bludgeoning damage, Bronson, as he strikes you with a, a sort of a wooden wooden club. It seems 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 to it seems to be wrapped in leather. You get the sense that this is a this is an this is this is a weapon known as a sap, which is designed to uh, immobilize rather than kill. But uh, oh, that's one action. Uh, his second action, he's going to strike you again. You see, he just starts to wail on you, Bronson. Uh, but his second two strikes, he hits you once, and the third and the, the last two strikes, he goes in. But you're able just to just to block those attacks easily enough. Uh, that's the end of his turn. Uh, it is Rod. Rod. Uh, Rod would uh, Rod would like to use one action to um, dig through the ditches, uh, then another to burn through the witches, and a third action <laughs> to slam in the back <laughs> of the halfling's Dracula. Uh, <laughs> I like that. I like that uh, Robbie uh, attack. So the camera pans in on, on Rod as he sits atop uh, his corgi. Uh, and his eyes narrow behind the visor. Just, he, not only is he insul- assaulting a woman, not only is he attacking people at the festival, he is not wearing a hat! Um, <laughs> and the, uh, flames seem to rise up behind. The camera snaps in. The corgi looks into the camera with just joy um, and total <laughs> innocence. Uh, and then he spurs forward. So I'm going to use one action to activate my corgi uh, familiar, which gives it two actions. Uh, to uh, give me 80 feet of movement, because I've got basically no movement myself. <laughs> um, nice. How 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 far is he from me? Um, probably a similar distance to to where Roach was, so 60 feet. Cool, that's fine. So you're going to move up. Uh, I'm going to move up 40 feet to begin with, uh, and then once I'm within 40 feet, uh, I'm going to use an action. I'm going to point my morning star at them uh, which crackles with dark energy uh, and I'm going to cast phantom pain uh, on the halfling oh okay so what does phantom pain do phantom pain he's racked with uh, terrible pain he must make a will save uh, that is a two no <laughs> this poor child <laughs> that's a critical failure for the child <laughs> the child take the, the poor young halfling takes 2d4 mental damage uh, <laughs> so that is takes 3 points of mental damage and he takes d4 persistent damage and is sickened too Ooh, uh, okay. the, the persistent damage endures until his sickened condition ends so until he's able to vomit up enough to stop being sickened yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Um, Racked with terrible pain. And then with the last action, Rod moves up um, next to him, glaring. Okay. Uh, so yeah, as 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 you rush toward, as you rush forward, forward Rod, this uh, this halfling. Um, do you know what? I'm just gonna. Uh, yeah, you see his his grip tightens on his sap. His knuckles go white, and his hands sort of rush to his head. Ah! Yes. Suffer! Suffer for your crimes! <laughs> Spect the hats! <laughs> okay. Uh, so at the end of end of Rod's turn, there, um, it's Hewlett. Uh, so Hewlett finally notices that something's awry, and. Uh, <laughs> And sort of following his nose, he he uh, he uses movement to to walk over. He doesn't engage. He's just f- sort of looking at the uh, the halfling. Can I make a um? What would it be to try and work out what's wrong with him? If I've seen anything like this before. Uh, to work out what's wrong with him, um, it's going to be a medicine roll. Okay. I think mm, it's not bad. Uh, that's a that's a t- dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. Okay. Um, so with with your with your dirty twenty there, Hewlett, you know that, um, yeah. Like as soon as you look at this guy, whatever has happened to him hasn't happened naturally. Um, you're not totally sure of the source. There are stories. There are old old stories about um, individuals coming into contact with beings uh, not of this world. Uh, that leave them uh, with afflictions similar to this. But beyond that, you're not certain exactly what's happened. Mm. Curious. Um, and he just sort of, he observes uh, rather than anything else, just in the background. He's okay. Like, All right. You spend... He's there. Yeah, he's, he's, he's happy to be here. Yes, he's happy, finally. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, uh, yes, Hewlett takes a moment to sort of observe the scene, think about what he knows. And then uh, gets, yeah, just takes a break. Uh, so Don't back to phrase t- it like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Has a sandwich, has a little cup of tea. <laughs> uh, we are back to the top of the round. It is Bronson. Hmm. <clears throat> Can I use? Intimidating prowess. I think you can. Uh, so that lets you, I believe, that lets you uh, make intimidation check with performance. Is that correct? Um, so you flap your weapon around or something, isn't it? In situation, like performative dance. <laughs> sort of, yeah. But you just sort of like, <laughs> you know, like the guy in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, where he does his sword stuff, like yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that kind of that kind of business. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I can use that just to get him to stop and tell us what the fuck he's playing at. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to say you can certainly try that. Um, yeah, give me a give me an intimidation roll. Uh, you can add your strength uh, modifiers to fire to it. Just to be rules lawyerly about it. Uh, intimidating prowess gives you a plus one to intimidation uh, in Bronson's case. Oh, oh, I see. I've, I've, I've not used it before, so I didn't realise that. To coerce or demoralise. Okay. okay, so uh, I had 29 in total. 
Yeah, sure. Um, so you, so tell, t tell us what kind of display you're doing to kind of shake this guy's resolve. Um, I'm, I'm just gonna say to him, listen you, behave yourself and tell us what's going on, or I'll pin you down and do my business in your face. And I've been eating nothing but curry turnips for the last four weeks. That's and a I, throwback. And I pictured Bronson <laughs> saying that whilst doing the Macarena. Uh, just sort of like, oh, turnips, mate, that's right. Fantastic. That's great. Uh, so, yeah, you absolutely do so. Um, Bronson, as you scream this into his face, you see, um, you do see fear in his eyes, but you also see this same desperation. And uh, he says to you, I'm sorry, I can't. And you get the sense, Bronson, that his actions are not his own. Okay. Mm. I don't know what to do then. All right. Uh, and I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, end of your turn, Bronson. Uh, we're round to Huel. Huel is ready to, uh, ready to um, enter the tournament. A hat is at stake. <laughs> <laughs> I am taking no interest in this little uh, kerfuffle. Uh, I'm, I'm more interested in winning this tournament. All right, you sort of set yourself up, up in the ring, waiting for your opponent to present themselves. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you can see that the the, uh, uh, the ringmaster himself it seems a bit distracted by this uh, this commotion that's going on in the crowd. Hmm. Uh, but you you wait patiently for your opponent. I will wait patiently. Uh, Roach, we're on to you. Okay, seeing all this going on, seeing this half-orc intimidating this child and um, and this bee nearly killing it, um, he is going to say, like, hang on, hang on, it's a fucking child. I mean, you know, I mean, I hate fucking kids, but, you know, this is child. Um, bee, stop fucking killing him. You, walk, I think, stop. All right, kid, I'll go with you. Where do you want to go? Oh, thank you, thank you so much. Um, I, actually, no, sorry, it's not. Get up <laughs> See, no, I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 He kills me instead. Yeah. <laughs> the child lops off your head. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no, thank you. Uh, I'm not sorry. grateful. Is that is that all you're doing with your turn, Roach? Uh, I would also like to draw and prepare the musket. Uh, sure, you can do that easily enough. Um, end of your turn, uh, Roach, it's for Ruby. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try a different tactic and talk to the child in Halfling. Um, to say, can you tell us what it is that you need us to do? Like, what is this temple? Where do you need to take us? Why are you so urgent? Lots of questions. All right. Um, so that's going to end your turn, Ruby. Mm -hmm. uh, we're back round to the halfling, uh, and as you say, as you say um, all this to him, uh, he's he sort of looks most pointedly at you, Roach, and he says, "Really?" And as kind of as you say this, you see his face sort of softens and, and lights up again. Excellent. Come with me, all of you. You must come with me now. It's su such such a great place. You'll be so happy there. You must see it. Yeah, don't be a fucking dick about it. And you see, he 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 moves to you, Roach, and he starts tugging you on your sleeve and starting to lead you away from the arena. 
Okay. I mean, Roger will allow himself to be led. All right. Um, so that is going to bring us out of combat, unless anybody wants to do anything in particular. Um, you see um, this halfling uh, sort, sort of still clutching his head as he does so, uh, starts to lead uh, lead Roach away. Um, uh, as, as this happens, Hewlett pipes up from the back and says, it's clearly a trap. You know this, yes? I mean, uh, Rod, what's the persistent damage on Phantom Pain? Uh, it is, um, <laughs> I find it's, it's 2d4 per round until he stops being sick, until he manages to shake. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Okay, Come this as, way. Come to the temple. Uh, there. As, uh, <laughs> the rest of you watch as uh, this halfling is leading Roach away. Um, his hand sort of still on, on his head. He takes about five steps and pitches forward face down into the ground. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, that's quite the uh, thing you have there, B. Um, and uh, Hewlett rushes forward to examine uh, the child. Examine him closely. Don't look too excited. <laughs> yes, uh, but I am. I smell crime. I smell a case. The oh, case yeah, of the translucent child. I wonder who what, who could be behind this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I clearly know who the murderer is. Um, could be anyone. Uh, what would it be? Uh, sort of perception, maybe? Or I've already done a medicine check. Uh, maybe an occultism to... check to see what sort of there's any magic involved? Oh, do you know what? You can give me an occultism roll. Okay. Maybe it's magic. Mm. I tell you what. <laughs> the two on the die. So maybe it's an 11. <laughs> no idea. I smell no idea. nothing. Well, um, Ro Roach would like to perform battle medicine on the child. Battle medicine. Always <laughs> 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 uh, So... <gasps> So as uh, kind of as part of your inspection of him, Hewlett, uh, you do kind of see uh, tucked into um, kind of tucked into it, into pouch. You can see that he does he, he is carrying uh, a journal of some sort, le little le leather bound diary. Who saw that? Uh, Hewlett did. Ah, a journal, a clue. Uh, he grabs <laughs> the he grabs the clue, sniffs it. And then he starts to read. Okay. Ignoring what? the child completely. Uh, <laughs> I love how Hewler's got a prehensile nose that kind of. He does, he does. Because he, he's a long snout, uh, Yosoki. So he's got a big long nose. It's sort of. Well, that's sort of. An <laughs> <laughs> <The> anteater! <laughs> well, not quite that much, but yeah. <laughs> Always follow your nose. Um, except when you're an anteater. Uh, so and then he starts to, uh, starts to read the journal, uh, confident that the battle medicine being applied. It's uh, effective. <laughs> so um, let's have a medicine roll from uh, from Roach, please. Which uh, is not the party healer, so you know. <laughs> yeah, he'd be fine. Oh yeah, he is actually uh, eighteen. Yeah, you do. You you are able to save uh, to stop this in this this halfling from from, from dying. Uh, key question here, Roach: Are you restoring him to consciousness? Uh, well, if if that's an option, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, all right, you do um, so. But he does get one point of healing back. Good to know. <laughs> um, <laughs> not but the part oh. of healer. <laughs> so, um, Hewlett, as, you, as you're starting to read through this journal, you watch oh. um, the Hobgoblin Roach uh, step up and um, and apply some medicine to 
uh, to this halfling. Uh, his eyes flicker open. I wouldn't bring him back to consciousness. Oh. His, his <laughs> eyes flicker open and, and he looks at you and he put, puts a hand to his head and he says, oh, oh, my head, that really hurts. Come on. Yes, no, yes. I remember now. You, you, you're coming to the temple, right? And you see, he he springs back to his feet and he, and, he, and grabs hold of your of your sleeve, Roach, and starts to to, to drag you along once again. Hmm? Roach will let himself be taken along. He wants to see in the temple. All right. Well done. You make a fine patsy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what a patsy is, but I fucking hate them. Well, you make a fine one, my friend. Okay. Uh, Sacrificing so he... yourself for the sake of the case. Noted. <laughs> uh, and uh, following along from a, a distance, uh, Hewlett starts reading the journal uh, to himself. Okay. Oh, so, so you're you're following Roach. Uh, at, yeah, sort of at a bit of a distance. He's more, again, sort of following the clues, following this, because uh, he's firmly convinced now that Roach is going to his death, and uh, he wants to find out, you see, um, <laughs> what, what, what this is about. He wants to is. watch. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes, <laughs> I always watch. <laughs> uh, because this is, this could be uh, his next great case. So he's, uh, he's the case of the translucent boy. Right. <laughs> uh, so um, as, as Roach is led off, um, and Hewlett sort of starts following behind. Uh, what are the rest of you doing? Has, has Hewl just won the tournament? In Hewl <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, is tapping his foot, their foot, very impatiently, and uh, wondering when this is all going to... I'd love to think that we turn around and they're just there with a massive pile of other people's hats on their head, <laughs> yeah. just uh, surrounded by bodies of conscious people. <laughs> so, Hugh, after after a couple of minutes of waiting uh, to, sort of for, your, for your next opponent to, to, to come up, um, the, the ringmaster d d does approach you and says, um, I'm, I'm very sorry with, with, all, with all that disturbance. I think we're going to take a short break. Um, you're welcome to to compete tomorrow. We've we've got three days left of the festival. Oh, all right then. <laughs> I'll go and see what all this commotion was all about. All right. Uh, so, am I right in assuming you're all kind of following along at a varying pace? Yes. Yeah, Ruby's just a little concerned that. Like obviously, this child grabbed her arm, and then all these guys bundled in and just mm. basically killed the child, brought it back slightly, and now we're just <laughs> so she's just gonna make sure that everyone's okay. All right, <laughs> and and stole from the child. Don't forget, I stole. Oh yes, he, he stole from the child as well. It's going really well for him today, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, God so... is hoping that the child will lead him to other criminal children who could be justly punished. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, so as you make your way out of out of the crowds of the festival of fancy hats, um, sort of fo fo following along at ve uh, ve varying distances, um, Hewlett, you you begin to read this diary, and uh, you come across some uh, quite interesting uh, information, and that is going to be a good place to take a break, folks. I think. Tales from the Twenty Side is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Falls. 
Music from hooksounds.com. Editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Facebook and Twitter by searching Tales from the Twenty Side or by visiting talesfromthe20side.com. No, not yet. We are still live. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just packing up. So don't <laughs> get naked. So yep. So we we are going to take a break, folks. We'll be back in uh, hopefully about five minutes. Um, yeah, go and get yourself a drink, get yourself a snack, whatever you want to do, and we will see you all a very shortly. Toilet. In a bit. Yeah, toilet. Oh, Battle toilet. toilet. <laughs> 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 Bottle toilet. <laughs> <laughs>